0: body, and i don't See, I messed up already. This is Coaching Queens 2020, and I am Queen V Baumgarth.
1: And I'm Queen B. Burrow. And today with us, we have our friend Dan Silverberg. We met him on C-Suite. He's philosophical, quite the comedian. And we want to know, Dan, I don't even know how to word this. Um, how do you maintain inner peace? There you go.
2: Wow, that's a really complex question. Thanks. Um, Yeah, so inner peace in my mind has different levels. It's kind of like a music score. So there's the inner peace that's sort of staccato and then there's the inner peace that's kind of low key. And then there still can be inner peace when I'm excited and engaged and committed like I am in this this, uh, discussion that we're having today. So I I guess a couple of things around inner peace. One, when I wake up in the morning, the question that I always ask myself is, what's the greatest version of Dan that I can bring into the world today? And then I just meditate on that for anywhere from five to 25 minutes. And I see what the universe kind of downloads to me. Sometimes I get a lot. Sometimes it's really quiet. And I'm just noticing my breathing. I notice the thoughts that come in. And I look at my thoughts like birds. They come in, they fly in, and they fly out. And I just notice which ones are staying and then which ones are leaving. And the ones that are staying usually have some kind of gravitas or some form of messaging, maybe about what to do for the day, right? So today was all about contributing and two goals in mind. One is to have impact and the other is to make sure that whoever I meet, that we at least laugh once. Right. I like that. All right. So that's, that's kind of one view of it. So the, the whole meditation mindfulness um, really slowing down so that I can connect, connect to myself, connect with others. If I'm running really quickly and I'm stressed out and all of that, You know, it's like, let's slow down and take a couple of deep breaths. One of the things that I do for uh, my own inner peace is to try to do as much as I can during the day with intentionality versus reactivity. I think that's a huge distinction that most people are living a life of fire drills because they're reacting to every stimulus that comes in. I don't do that. I park stimuluses, I breathe. When I'm angry, I like breathe for 10 so that the anger is not gonna work, right? And then I'm just gonna be in somebody else's drama. So, and that's how I think drama is really another key area. So we all know people that we've known for more than 20 minutes, like five years. And every time we see them, they have the same drama story. So I don't do that anymore. That's awesome. So I either don't associate with people that are in that, or I call them on it. And I go, did you notice, Charity, that we've had the same story going for three years now? So, and as as you guys know, I'm also a coach and a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I would sit and coach the person if they're interested and say, do you want to solve this now? We could solve it today, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. I can't be on that journey, but I could be on the journey for now. So, so much of, of who we are and what we take in has a lot to do with where our inner peace lives. So one of the things, for example, do you all know people who love giving you their anxiety to hold? Right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, that's not a
2: way to have inner peace. No. So, <laughs> so, so, what we do is we interrupt that, right? And we say, hey, Charity, uh, it looks to me like what you'd really like to do is hand me over your anxiety, and I'm just not up for that. And it interrupts the flow. Charity gets a chance then to go, oh, I am in that. Now, what are you feeling? You know, what's really going on? So I'm always engaged in that way. That contribution gives me pleasure. That gets oxytocin in my brain going and dopamine. And again, it leads more to inner peace. One of the things I'm working on with my kids that they can't wrap their arm around and I think it's an age issue. I really don't care what you think of me. And they go, dad, yes, you do. I go, no, I really don't. And they don't quite get it. So I go, listen, here's the deal. Most people haven't done a lot of work. And so what they do is they project or they gaslight or they ghost or all these terms that we have now out in our society. So why would you wanna give credence to people who really don't know you, don't really know your beliefs, don't really know your value system And so my training is always to listen. If there's a kernel of truth to take it and then get to the humor of it. And the reason you want to get to the humor is that when you can find truth funny, you don't have to hold the mask. You actually get to be more authentic. Right. Being inauthentic takes enormous energy. And here's the dirty little secret. What you're hiding, everybody already knows. They're just waiting for you to tell them. And so all that energy that you have to to let people know whatever it is you're hiding, honest to God, 90% of them know. So why waste your energy on that? So those are just like, you know, some simple ideas around where taking ownership of your life really matters.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Who am I? What do I value? What brings significance to me? What am I allowing in is really important. So if you're around toxic people, if you're in a toxic environment, if you've got a lot of stress from outside, that's a boundaries issue, right? Mm -hmm. So part Mm -hmm. of having inner peace is having firm boundaries Mm
0: -hmm.
2: right so when we look at the capital and they had all that fencing and all the national guard that was all about boundaries to feel safe forget the politics i'm not into the politics of it right i'm I'm into i'm into the symbolism of it right so on the on the southern border right now we have open borders and chaos and then we can have so there's no boundaries there do you think there's inner peace even among the people coming or the people in those communities or the people trying to supervise it? There's no inner peace there because there's a lack of boundary. Again, this isn't about politics. Mm-hmm. I don't care what side of the thing you're on. Mm-hmm. So can, can we as our own selves hold boundaries with our family, mm-hmm. with our friends, with our spouse, within any area that, that we're living I'm learning.
0: in? I'm learning. I'm 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 getting the boundaries. I, I I'm a work in progress, but I, I have set a couple boundaries and I have stuck to them and and I feel better for it. Excellent. I feel better that's, for a, it.
1: that's a great symbolism that I'm gonna use with the kids tonight in our youth group because <laughs> holy cow! You know, they're teenagers first off, but at the same time they get all mixed up in the emotion and what someone thinks of them and i'm like uh where's your boundary in it and as joan right. calls it i brick slap people with words but i do that same thing somebody will say something to me and i'm like well is this what you're doing you know i'm trying to just bring it to light and then it's oh you're rude okay mm-hmm. it's fine
2: okay joan so, calls
1: for- it for slapping, but-
2: <laughs> so for the kids charity this is really cool so for the kids what they're really trying to figure out is how what they're what they're going towards is acceptance and belonging Mm -hmm. and what they're moving away from is the idea of being rejected okay Okay? so that's the game that's what clicks are about that's why the sports guys are cool that's why the mean (laughs) girls at lunch are here and the outcasts are over here that whole dynamic plays out right So we as human beings with our brain, we are pleasure seekers and pain avoiders, right? Make sense? So now we have the, here's the, here's the dichotomy they're facing. Do they want to fit in or do they want to belong? They're very different. Mm -hmm. Fitting in means I want to fit in with your group. That's outside of myself. So how much... Do I have to be inauthentic? How much do I have to hide who I am? How much do I put this false self out here for fitting in, meaning I'm accepted, yeah? Mm -hmm. Belonging is not external. Belonging to myself, the more I belong to myself, I belong everywhere. Yes. But I belong nowhere, but I belong everywhere. And to to have kids recognize their genius, their gifts, their light, their contribution, they can't do that trying to fit in. And, and so, that's when, where they and, get all
1: wonky on the inner peace part,
2: right? And this is where young people have a chance to actually show up as leaders. That they can intervene in the cafeteria, they can intervene on the sport field. They can go, this is not appropriate, Mm -hmm. right? But it takes courage, right? But that's inner peace. Inner peace is is knowing that my values, I feel strong enough that I can express them without fear that you might like them or you might not. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What matters is if I want to be authentic, if I want to be courageous, if I want to be humble, if I want to be in integrity, those are red lines that you don't have a choice in. I'm not, I'm not interested in your opinion, right? What I'm interested in is demonstrating that in a way that you might also find those values to be valuable for you. And if you do great, and if you don't, no harm, no foul because my goal here isn't achieving an outcome. My goal is in being, right? If I'm being me, that's how I get to inner peace. When I'm doing all this other crazy stuff, that's when I'm out of alignment. Yes.
1: So how long did it take you, like at what point in life did, did you come to that realization?
2: Well, like everyone, I'm an overnight success after 71 years, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, you know, I I remember as early as seven, eight, nine, that I was always seeking truth. I remember it from the earliest days. And so it spurred my curiosity. It spurred me to, you know, be an English major, to be philosopher, to be Really, a seeker of truth, that's the journey. Um, and things that i that I did when I was 10 or 12 or fifteen, every day it's a new growth game, right? I, I feel like every day is caterpillar to butterfly. right? The things I believed 10 years ago, not so much, necessarily. Certain beliefs I have have been around for 50 years. Um, one person that I knew really well said to me, how did you create this philosophy? Well, who gave this to you? And I went, no, no, no. It just downloads, right? Now I've also, to be fair, I have a master's degree in leadership in coaching. I've done enormous amounts of investing in myself, you know, guys, particularly they like cars. They like going to the bar. They like a lot of different things. Invest in yourself. they like, mm, that's okay. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, really. And so I took a different path. I took a path of wanting to know. So the three questions are, who am I? Why am I here? What's the meaning of life? These are the three existential questions that all of us have. That's been my journey. And I'd love to say I was smart enough at ten to know that, but I really feel that was directed, you know? So, um, but it's, I I do stuff every day. I read every day. I meet people and hear their stories or, and I'm very inquisitive. So I'm like this fountain of asking and gaining knowledge. And I see from my bot. The other thing about inner peace, this is cool your mind lies we all know this our minds lie so how do we get more to inner peace and more to truth three things one what's our mind doing because we need to, we need to have that element mm-hmm. what are we noticing my mind is telling me that this isn't really all that fun right okay that's my mind but what i'm noticing is how engaged i am with you guys and how satisfying that is that I'm being accepted and that you're interested in who I am. The third piece is, which doesn't lie, what's going on in my body? Well, I feel my butt in the chair. I feel my feet grounded. I feel warmth and energy in my hands, right? My mouth is kind of dry right now. So now as I put these three things together, I get a more 360 view of maybe what's true, Okay. right? My mind is saying, I wonder if I'm good enough. I wonder if I'm smart enough. (laughs) I wonder if people are gonna like this. I wonder if blah, 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 blah. That's the mind going, right? Who cares? Okay, interesting. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another way of inner peace. Another way for me is my own development. So whatever I'm doing that increases my aliveness, increases my energy, increases my playfulness, most adults were not into play anymore, right? Those things are also an indicators for me that I'm, I'm much more at peace. That's awesome. That is good. I could, I could just listen to you for hours. Right. Well, you should be inside me because I listen to me for hours, and there's some <laughs> days where I go, I'd rather listen to you if that's all right.
0: I had the uh, the the stuff that that you say um, when I had my heart attack was was a point to where I don't for the majority of the time. Yesterday was a little different, and Charity knows that. For more majority of the time, I don't mm-hmm. care what people think. And I say what's on my mind and, and I can learn so much from you so much from you, because I do have your mind does lie. And I do hear that, you know, is what I say is stupid on the C-suite calls, you know, I want to ask a question, but I'm thinking, ah, is this going to sound dumb? Is this going to sound stupid? And then you just get to the point where, you know, you just go for it. And if people think that, that you are, then.
1: That's their crap anyways. Their
2: stuff. Yeah, it's- so that, that kind of an assessment, dumb, smart, whatever. So one of the things I do for inner peace is I don't live in a binary world anymore. What does that mean? That means yes, no, good and evil, right and wrong. I don't live in that world, okay? So when you get out of that world, you are much freer so there's a 13th century poet rumi Mm -hmm. persian poet who i love so what he (laughs) said is there's a field out there beyond right and wrong i'll meet you there that's a field of unconditional love that's a field of non-judgment right that's Mm -hmm. important that we all need that safe place so how i look at it is i think that rather than good, bad, all of that, I'm a scientist in a lab. So why do I create that metaphor? Because science is all about experimentation. It's not about success and failure. Thomas Edison, 10,000 tries to get to the light bulb. And he said, I learned everything every time. I learned new things. So when one gives oneself permission and failure is the wrong word, but it's what we use in society. Mm-hmm. There is no failure. There's experimentation to new learning. Mm-hmm. What would that open up for you, in terms of your willing to risk? It's huge. Yes,
1: there'd right. be a lot of curiosity. I'm already curious as it is people around me are just like really you're shifting gears again and I'm like yeah there's stuff to learn over here I want to go try and I want to see what happens and I've been called flaky because I don't stay like laser focused in one lane you know I've got five six different things we're doing right now I like it it's awesome because you you do you learn a lot I have figured out lots of ways that things don't work lots
2: okay so charity when someone says I think you're flaky What do you say back to them?
1: I chuckle. And then I just keep being me for the most part. Unless it's like it. Well, my husband's actually never said that. My ex-husband, on the other hand, he knows how to poke that button. But I'm also making that assumption that I'm I'm actually in that short changing him because I'm assuming he's purposely trying to piss me off. Hmm. He could just actually be genuinely asking. I don't know. So... Don't make assumptions. Isn't that like agreement number three, I think. <laughs> Don't make so can assumptions. You, can,
2: can you let me know that I'm flaky? Yeah. Can you tell me, Dan, you're flaky?
1: Dan, you're flaky.
2: And my response would be, Charity, what is it about me that you find threatening?
1: No. <laughs> I walked into that one. No, that's actually good, though. Because, yeah, when we project like that and we we poke at someone, it's, we feel threatened in us. So we're trying to make that person feel the same way we do. Solid. I like that.
2: Yeah. So here's part of the training that, you know, you're asking like, how'd you get here and how'd that happen? So Mm -hmm. I, I grew up at the knee of people far above PhD level in terms of obfuscation and being defensive and blaming others. I am absolutely, I'm beyond expert at it. (laughs) Yeah. So in my training, one of the uh, professors came up to me and he said, you know, we're really tired of that act. So here's the here's your assignment. Your assignment is for a year, a year. Students and teachers are going to come. Everybody in this community is coming. They're going to talk to you about what they really think. You are not allowed to defend anything. You just need to listen, find the kernel of truth. And get to the humor. Now, I believe I'm a quick study. Seven months before the idea of humor even was a thought in my mind. But once I got it, I'm not defensive. There's nothing you can say that will offend me, really. That's awesome. And the reason is now because I can get to how funny it would be to try to cover all this up. So what happens to us is we end up building, if you, if, if you can imagine the medieval castle, right, and they had all the bricks way the hell up there and then they had a moat around it and they thought that was gonna be safe, right? <laughs> so that was the fortress. That's what we all do, all of us, we do that. These are the, yeah. un, these are the parts that we don't want seen by others. And so every time we get wounded, we build more bricks. When you do what I just came through for a year, Mm -hmm. those bricks just start coming down one by one. Because all of those hidden things, I'm an asshole. I'm not Mm -hmm. really nice all the time. I get to be much more honest about my imperfections, my frailties, my, you know, the things that I'm not perfect all of these different things. And the more that we open up to that part and accept. So what happens is we're fragmented people to the extent that we live different lives. We're honest to ourselves over here. We don't let our spouse know about this. We don't let outside people know even more. These are all fragmentations. These all take our energy. It's what depletes us. So now the question is, how do I integrate these into a whole? And then I don't spend any energy on hiding. Okay, so one of the things that, that I've done in my work is to look at inner child. What's the inner child? So we start at the city of eternal slumber. The city of eternal slumber is where we all live today. It's where our addictions are. It's where our... You know, blaming it. It's where all of whatever it is we have right now. So just like Harry Potter and just like, um, you know, the trilogy and just like uh, Bilbo Baggins and just like Star Wars, we're going to go on the hero's journey. Well, Where's the first place we go is we go to the cemetery. And they go, what the hell am I doing here? My parents passed away 10 years ago. You're not here to see your parents. You're here to exhume the innocence lost as a child from socialization of your parents, from school, from society, from all those things. So children are brilliant at survival strategy. The issue is that those strategies that are excellent as children in many ways become maladaptive as adults, right? So what we do is we go there And we find that inner child, and we exhume him or her, and we get to forgiveness, and we do a lot of things to reintegrate that wholeness back, right? So you ever have a conversation with your inner child?
1: Uh, No.
2: (laughs) I know know I need to. (laughs) You know how angry your inner child is?
1: Oh, she's a bitey little thing.
2: Uh-huh. That's so your inner child? I, I won't do the whole conversation with you, but I'll, I'll give you just this snippet. So I asked the inner child, I said, why are you so angry? And he goes, well, I'm the one that has to criticize everything. I'm the one that has to keep you safe. I'm the one that has to blah, 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 Really? How long have you been? How, how old do you think I am? <laughs> well, I don't know. You started when I was about four, and you're probably like 10 or 11, Did you know I was 71? And he gets even angry. You mean I've been doing this for that long? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I had no idea. So I guess this isn't working for you. (laughs) Really? Uh, No kidding. So let me ask you, would you like to be reassigned?
1: Hmm.
2: What do you mean? Well, I don't really need you to be the critic. And I don't really need you to protect me because I'm an adult now. So what if instead of the critic, we gave you to be the cheerleader? What if you were the one who could see all the great things happening in my life and we could celebrate them together? Wow! And you can see this kid jumping up and down. So for men to become sovereign in king, for women to become sovereign in queen, it's not the adult who ascends the throne. It's the inner child.
0: That's powerful. wow. And if
2: that didn't send chills up your neck right now,
0: it did. It did. It did. Okay. And, and Dan, we're going to have to ask you back. Yeah. And we're going
2: to have to ask you back. So well, I, I don't do free more than once, kids. No, I'm kidding. I'm expensive, I'm 25 grand an hour.
1: Okay, so we're going to need to start a Kickstarter page so we can bring Dan back to the show. Just
2: Wouldn't that be great? That'd be so awesome.
0: We'll have to look at the schedule and stuff like that, but I can't thank you enough for joining us. It has been such a pleasure.
2: Well, the pleasure is all mine. And I just want you to close your eyes and for three seconds, just breathe and slow down. And these little power things, 30 seconds of just slow breathing and reconnecting to your body is one of the major ways for inner peace. I can
1: feel my inner child like bouncing up and down saying we need to integrate on a new level here. Please stop criticizing. All right, Dan, stay right there.
0: We'll be back right after this.
2: Finally, a better way to hold your phone. Introducing Steady Straps. Made here in the USA, Steady Straps are high quality, flexible straps that adjust to hold virtually any phone comfortably and securely. Steady Straps are washable and come in a wide range of colors and styles. See them all at steadystraps.com. Because they're so visible, they're the perfect promotional item to advertise your company message or logo. Learn more at steadystraps.com. That's steadystraps.com.
1: Hey guys, we're back. That was
0: awesome. I could talk to him for hours. Yes. I could talk to him for hours. It was a pleasure having him and we will have him back on and and we will Even if
1: we have to do the whole kickstarter fundraiser thing to bring him back on and we can do like a special hour long Dan coaches all of us. That would be amazing because that and it's kind of funny because it's so weird how you get your messages and your confirmations in life (laughs) because I read the four agreements this week Mm -hmm. and we've been kind of talking about that, you know, between the whole Pono Pono and, you know, don't take things personally, don't make assumptions, live, uh, make sure your words are impeccable, which who knew that impeccable actually means no sin. So you don't want to vomit your, internal poison onto the world around you and you just always do your best and that that varies and I still you know in my head my head's playing games of course like it always does and then to have him come through and break that out just as one extra level of confirmation I'm like
0: I'm looking forward to watching this again
1: me too. I mean,
0: you know, cause you go through it and, and I'm paying attention to time and make mm-hmm. sure we don't go over and, and all that stuff. So I wasn't totally attuned. I mean, he has some points and I'm like, wow. And I really want to sit back popcorn and really listen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Take really this listen one in. I definitely, I'm going to have the kids listen to this one at youth group and it, that was that was amazing. I love I love learning about people and how they come to their aha moments and how it they integrate that on in so many different fantastic.
0: Ways. Well, guys, we want to thank you for joining us. We don't want to take up any more of your time. We have uh, trigger, Richard von Trigger coming up on the 24th. And we have Kevin Martin and Lisa Schirmerhorn mm-hmm. coming up on the first of July. So stay tuned and I want to end with may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turns his face towards you and give you peace. Bye everybody.
1: Bye everybody.